The stars are right, and that means it's time for another episode of The Whisper in Darkness. I'm your host, the man from Lang. Thank you very much for joining me today. On this episode, Nate Lost in Time and Space and Matastrophic return to kick off our look at the investigators in the Edge of the Earth Investigator expansion. We're going to start things off with the Guardian slash Survivor Investigator in the box, Daniela Reyes. There are spoilers throughout if you care about that sort of thing. If you enjoy what you hear, remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Before we get started, I'd like to thank the patrons of this channel for their tremendous support. The Arkham Horror LCG community is amazing, and these people have gone above and beyond to bring you content like these investigator reviews. If you'd like to support the channel's goals and see your name on this list, head over to patreon.com, sign up for a tier of your choice, and claim your rewards. That would be awesome. Special thanks to Coleman Rochitti for the amazing art that graces the channel, Nicole Fiscus for the new Whisper in Darkness logo that graces the podcast, and Nate Lost in Time and Space for the intro as well as the overlays. Thank you very much. We are back, and uh, we're going to take a look at the Investigators in the Edge of the Earth Investigator expansion. We are going to start off with Daniela Reyes, the mechanic. She has four willpower, one intellect, five combat, and two agility. She has the Entrepreneur trait, which I don't think uh, has any impact on the game as of yet. As a response, after an enemy attacks you, accept an attack of opportunity you provoked. Even if that attack was cancelled, either deal one damage to that enemy or automatically evade it. Her Elder Sign effect is plus one, and if you were attacked by an enemy this round, you automatically succeed instead. She has eight health and six sanity. Thoughts on uh, Daniela? I think the, uh, the first time I saw her, I was... Uh, Pretty shocked by that uh, that stat line of hers. That uh, that one intellect is pretty jarring. The first investigator to have one intellect. Four willpower and guardian is really good though, because guardians oh, yeah. have like, lots that's of like ways Zoe's of... willpower. Yeah, yeah, they have a lot of ways of interacting with willpower. So having a mm -hmm. high base willpower is really good, especially when you only have six sanity. Yeah, compare that to Roland, right, with his five yeah. sanity and three willpower. Yeah. Yeah, that's a huge difference that, you know, may not seem like a lot, but, you know, if you're playing something yeah. like Bandolier that boosts up your willpower, like having a five willpower is a lot better than having a four in that instance. The ability is really good as well. The important thing to note is that it's not limit once per round or once per turn or anything like uh -huh. that. So you can activate it multiple times. I'm curious to see how often you evade an enemy with it, because I feel like most Daniela decks are going to use it for extra damage. To just kill things on the board but perhaps there are circumstances where maybe you need to evade something Ooh. i could see like maybe you evade like a conglomeration or something like that or you like you let it hit you and then you evade it that yeah. way you don't like lose your weapon or something like that i could see a circumstance like that but i mean even still like free damage is free damage yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, um, agnes is like a classic example of free damage for taking for taking a hit and uh you know, we all love we all love Agnes, so uh, free damage for taking hits. Uh, that sounds pretty great. I admit I haven't gotten to actually like play with Daniela very much. So and uh, you know, we we had done a video where uh, I talked about how much I love three 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 three. So like seeing a a four one five two investigator is like anathema to me. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna I think I'm largely gonna ask questions of you guys and let you guys uh, you know push this one forward. Yeah, her her stat line is is very very good. I mean, four willpower is awesome. Five combat is awesome. 
two agility, not a huge deal in uh, in Guardian, especially if you're planning to uh, to kill everything. And uh, Daniela's ability gives you that auto evade if necessary, so you're not necessarily uh, needing to use that to, to that two agility to get an evade. One intellect is obviously uh, is very low. And uh, I have played Daniela in in solo, and I would describe the experience as uh, she did very well, but I would describe it as being quite dicey because you need to be very patient because you are not going to be gathering clues the traditional way. You're going to be relying on cards like Scene of the Crime and Evidence and uh, Flashlight and stuff like that to either cheat clues or create a situation where you can basically automatically succeed on the skill test because you're not going to be able to just rely on pulls from the chaos bag at all but you know i don't know how many one shroud locations are in the game but they're pretty rare even things like lucky and uh and look what i found are a little bit more difficult to use in her because with only one intellect, unless you get a very lucky pull from the chaos bag, you're just not going to be able to to succeed at that. So that part can be can be challenging. I think it is possible depending on on the campaign. I'm not entirely sure I'd be willing to take her up solo against every campaign in the game. I think there's some where there are just too many uh, high shroud locations that you just run into right off the bat, and you just you just wouldn't have the ability to be patient enough to wait and say, okay, I've got to discover a clue with evidence, but I've got to wait for an enemy first. I've got to wait till I draw my scene of the crime. Like even flashlight doesn't really do enough in those situations. Like once you're at three or four shroud, flashlight's not going to be enough. So it certainly doesn't dissuade me from playing her solo, but I think it it is campaign dependent. Like you said, Nate, her her special ability is uh, very, very good because it is not limited. As long as Daniela is getting attacked, she can trigger this ability to dish out additional damage and or evade enemies. Now, being attacked is not something that players, I think, are accustomed to and is one of the reasons I think some players may shy away from playing Daniela because she sort of runs contrary to how we've been playing the game for the past five years where investigators tend to want to engage enemies on their terms beat them down and move on without taking an attack and daniela runs counter to that where she wants to be engaging enemies having them attack her and then dealing with them on the counterattack or using that that damage to help chip away at them so she can take them down I don't think I have ever used her ability to automatically evade an enemy, but I could see it coming in handy against something like the Harbinger of Velusia, where it may not necessarily go down with the attacks you're able to, to launch against it. It might stick around, in which case having that auto evade would be very helpful to to keep it under control for for a turn okay so if she's going to use the evasion then you probably want to be getting things to attack you during the investigator phase because if something attacks you in the in the enemy phase it's just going to stand right back up right so it sounds like she's kind of in order to get that aspect of work she's kind of reliant on events that can get things to attack her 
Yeah, and one of those events I think yeah. from from Edge of the Earth is toe to toe, which I think is yeah. is a match made in heaven for her because mm-hmm. it guarantees you get attacked, and so yeah. you can trigger her ability, and then um, you get to attack. I believe toe to toe lets you attack back. So I do admit, I kind of wish she didn't have that parenthetical text of accept an attack of opportunity you provoked. Cause like, that's how you get attacked. So good. If you could do that though. Holy. I think if, if, if you remove that text, she would be insanely good. Yeah. Well, keep in mind Agnes already. Like when she gets hit for horror, you can can take, that does have a limit to it though. You can only do that once once per phase. Oh, I see. I you see could like to move into two yeah. locations and just kill an enemy and just completely ignore. Oh, I see. Because with Daniela, it sounds like they're trying to make an investigator that's okay with being swarmed. Oh, then the once per phase wouldn't work mm-hmm. if that's what they're going for. Okay, I see now. You know, you had brought up Man from Lang that her ability to investigate is pretty reliant on things like scene of the crime or evidence or things like that so i'm curious to see how she would do in the circle undone because that campaign sort of decentivizes investigating in the traditional sense so you you're completely ignoring haunted by by just Mm -hmm. grabbing clues with scene of the crime and stuff like that and she has high willpower which is also really good and then five combat is going to be good in pretty much every campaign i wonder if on the hunt is kind of like essential in that case if you're built if you're building a solo deck like that because like okay i've got my evidence i'm ready to go now i need an enemy on the hunt <laughs> i think so for daniela not only for yeah. evidence but just victory points yeah that too yeah you know you just like you're not going to be able to get vp off locations and you need to be able to upgrade your deck so yeah, that's true you know having having on the hunt to be able to grab those vp enemies that you can quickly smash with a toe-to-toe or something like that probably going to be oh, one of your yeah, better ways of right. getting toe-to-toe points yeah i feel that's like right. daniela yeah. is just about there in terms of of having enough ways to investigate without actually having to investigate but i feel as though she needs one or two more cards like scene of the crime is amazing don't get me wrong but it is only two cards in your deck and you need to draw it at the right time Otherwise, I think in in a campaign like the Circle Undone, yeah, you're going to be cheating clues a lot. But if you're not cheating clues, you're going to take Haunted to the face almost repeatedly. And that's not something that you can really afford to do. And I think of something like The Secret Name, where at the beginning you're confronted with a lot of average to above average Shroud locations with very nasty Haunted abilities. And that is not a, a... a situation I would want to be in where I'm really waiting on scene of the crime and evidence and, and stuff like that to, to help me over the edge. I know that Daniela does have access to burn after reading. Once mm-hmm. she earns some XP, you could pick that up to get a, a little bit more of more uh, clue discovery. But yeah, I, I just feel like she's she's just about there, but she could use an, an extra couple cards that help her discover clues without having to actually... Alternatively, you could just play the specialist approach and just not discover any clues. Well, and, and I think that's how you would play her in, in, in multiplayer. I think it's pretty clear that she's... If you're playing her in multiplayer, she is going to be a specialist. You're not... I don't think you're going to be able to make a, a really 
a generalist deck out of her you know she just wants to engage stuff and kill it and that's going to be her yeah and also um as we as we discussed earlier um the fact that her text seems to be worded in such a way that she kind of wants to be swarmed like that's not going to happen a lot in solo but no. you can actually get that to happen in multiplayer with things like riot whistle or, or taunt although she doesn't have higher level guardian cards and survivors don't have a lot of ways to like engage things yeah, her being a survivor primarily it makes weird. it makes <laughs> things interesting, right? Because yeah. you know, normally guardians just they spend all their experience on a big weapon and then the things that support that strategy. Whereas Daniela, you pretty much have sledgehammer and chainsaw and chainsaw. I I always forget about chainsaw. You know, that, that's like kind of it as far as big yeah. weapons go, and those are good options and all, but you know, you're not. They're not the flamethrower. They're not the cyclopean hammer. Yeah, which we kind of associate with, you know, the big, the big hulking tank who's able to like mow yeah, through you... a horde of enemies. Yeah. And survivor doesn't have a lot of combat boosts either. So if you're looking to go into that strategy, you kind of have to rely on other things to give that boost for you. Although she has five, like five combat, she doesn't need a lot of boosts. To be honest. Very true. Yeah. Yeah, like her and chainsaw alone, she's good. Like. <laughs> Do you need to boost combat anymore? Probably not. Yeah. There may be like the occasional boss, like the Harbinger or, you know, something yeah. along those lines where you may want overpowers in your deck, but Yeah. Overpower some vicious blows. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to kind of push it over. Yeah, to get some extra extra free action damage there. Yeah, that would work. Yeah, the other yeah. aspect about her survivor card pool that's nice with her one intellect is that you could play all those failing cards and kind of take advantage of her one intellect in that regard. So if you're not oh, playing yeah. something like Circle and Done, you can use Take Heart pretty reliably to be able to just fail those investigate checks and grab some clues. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Take Heart. Easy peasy. <laughs> that's like, I mean, even you, Nate, you're going to be hard-pressed to uh, to fail your Take Heart with Daniela. Yeah, I know. I'd find a way. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll, there'd be like three blesses that you forgot were in the bag. Are you just yeah, going to <laughs> I was gonna say I'd be at a four shroud location and still pass somehow. <laughs> Before we we dive any deeper into Daniela's uh, deck building, her her elder sign effect is pretty situational. Uh, she just, gets a plus it's one. It's just terrible. If you were attacked <laughs> by an enemy this round, you automatically <laughs> succeed. I don't know how. I don't think I've ever triggered it. I don't know how often you would trigger this ability. Maybe in multiplayer, if you are being attacked a lot, then you retaliate with your, you know, your attacks of your own and you get yeah. a couple, you know, you get an auto success there. But yeah, I don't, I don't put much stock in elder sign effects as, as they are. And, and this one I think is, is pretty narrow. She has eight health and six sanity, eight health, obviously you would uh, expect because she is going to be attacked a lot, and you need to be able to absorb the damage. Six sanity, better than some guardians in the pool, but uh, not particularly stellar either. I've found it to be just enough between that and, a, and an ally and some soak you can usually get by, but uh, it can get a little dicey towards the end of a scenario, especially if you get unlucky and and fail a couple tests the four willpower though really helps mitigate yeah. a lot of the 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 horror that you would take as a result of the encounter deck so 
you're generally going to be taking if you're taking horror it's horror that enemies are dealing with dealing to you and and fortunately not all enemies that she's going to face uh dish out horror to begin with so well she has access to peter sylvester level two so yeah. she's fine on the horror end so here's a question is peter sylvester her boyfriend even though she wants to have a girlfriend i don't think so personally okay you know, like, while the horror soak is nice for Daniela, mm -hmm. I, I think you would be taking a lot of that damage directly. So I think, like, a card like Precious Memento is probably more oh, appealing to go. her. There you go. You can add, I, on to that, uh, add on to that fail train. It gives yeah. her a ton of soak, and then you can play Jessica, which I think is yeah. probably a better fit for, for Daniela. It's like, Peter is certainly nice, and it does mm -hmm. sort of help you against the the horror it also gives you five willpower which is nice but mm -hmm. you know i i think precious memento will probably also get you there without having to play charisma but you could certainly do that as well yeah the the way i've been playing daniela is is basically the the counter-attacking daniela build where you've got your guard dog and between daniela the guard dog and and things like toe to toe something hits daniela and she hits back very hard between the guard dog the the damage from the guard dog the damage from her and the damage from toe to toe can take out some very very big enemies very right. very quickly the royal emissary in in path of carcosa just melts once daniela gets if she gets set up she can't take higher level guardian cards so if if and when we do get an upgraded guard dog, she won't be able to take it, which is unfortunate. But well, you can go for Aquina if you're looking for a girlfriend for, for Daniela. Mm -hmm. And I haven't built that deck, but uh, it is an option to replace your guard dog with Aquina. So the enemy is attacking Aquina. She's she's absorbing the, 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 the horror, and then you are able to bounce that damage uh, ideally, you'd need a Quinna three or four, uh, uh -huh. the higher level version. Anyways, you can bounce that damage back against the enemy, and then uh, Daniela would be able to attack it for damage, and then go from there. I'm curious too, you know, because Daniela's ability is worded that you can activate it even when an attack is canceled. Do you yeah. play cards like Dodge? Are those things that you start to consider? I think personally no mm -hmm. i think i'd rather just play more soak yeah i do have a one oh, copy yeah. of dodge in my daniela deck and i'm thinking i might take it out because it's just i'm not playing it i'm not using it as much as i thought i might there i feel like there there might be like once a game you really want to dodge something but for the most part i think you do you would be better off playing cards that can soak that damage and horror Okay, just play extra soak instead of dodge. Yeah, because dodge, in a way, kind of acts like two or three soak. Yeah. Enough. Speaking of deck building with Daniela, she has a deck size of 30, which is uh, standard. Her deck building options include guardian cards at level 0, survivor cards at level 1 to 5, neutral cards at level 0 to 5, and up to 5 other survivor cards of level 0. Her other deck building requirements, which do not count toward her deck size, include mechanics, wrench, mob, goons, and one random basic weakness. Her card pool runs the gamut of all the, the level zero guardian cards, so she has access to plenty of weapons, 
several ways of discovering clues without actually having to take investigate actions and lots of soak and a, a pretty solid pool of allies. The survivor cards, if you're only getting five level zero survivor cards, there are, I mean, two copies of Lucky, there's two. <laughs> and then if you want Live and Learn, there's two more. And then the survivor card pool is so strong that, that picking, I think, five survivor cards is going to be... Uh, there's going to be a lot more that you're going to want to play yeah. than than you have access to. Yeah, yeah. it's funny because like I feel like the the level one through five guardian card pool is really strong, but the level one through five survivor card pool is less so for Daniela. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the challenge here is that um, when we talk about her and you you look at her and you think, oh, this is someone who wants to engage a lot of enemies and take attacks. That screams guardian, you know. But survivor, it's like. Oh, uh, how do I build this? I don't know. Peter Sylvester? You know, it's it's not like she can take a level three taunt and um, flamethrower and uh, I've had worse, you know, and all these other things that seem to work well with being being surrounded by baddies. Yeah, and I think as yeah, we so saw kind of with the, uh, yeah. when we did our reviews of the Edge of the Earth player cards that... There aren't a lot of cards in Edge of the Earth that really work very well with her. Like you've got cards like Bangle of Jinxes, which seems to be custom made for for Daniela. But a lot of the other uh, upgrade survivor upgrades are sort of kind of meh in her. Like I, I do like the option of Burn After Reading, but... That's just coming from a solo perspective. I don't think I'd bother with that in, in multiplayer. There are some other interesting options. You've got like protective gear, I think is is one. Uh, we looked at the precious mementos, which uh, would I think work very well with, uh, with what Daniela is trying to do. Even though we gave the card kind of a middling rating, I think there's room here for a, uh, a bruiser build here mm -hmm. um, because she can take bruiser and that'll help her pay for you know, like those more expensive survivor chainsaws. And it can help her pay for things like um, protective gear. So I think there's probably something there. Yeah, this is kind of like hard to wrap your head around um, because it's, you got to get used to this play style where you actually want to get attacked. And like, like, like you said, Mr. Lang, five years of the game has taught us to just vaporize everything before they get to attack you. Yeah, so this is, this is weird. Plus, uh, also, I admit, like, a four one five two stat line is like not my style, so I'm not used to this. Yeah, I think like the first thing you probably consider when you're building a deck for Daniela is what weapon am I gonna upgrade into? You know, and then you sort of go kind of go from there, right? You're gonna mm -hmm. decide whether you're gonna play chainsaw or play sledgehammer, and I think both mm -hmm. are pretty good options for her. Having five yeah. combat goes a long way in making those weapons very potent. You know, whereas like yeah, someone. Someone like yeah. York, I think, struggles a little bit more, but he has access to, like, B-Cop, you know, so it requires yeah, more play, setup. Right, he could play Ace of Swords, but he has less combat, so he kind of needs Ace of Swords. Um, whereas Daniela, like, Daniela with the Chainsaw is at 8, I think, right out of the gate, so she doesn't even need Jessica to be at 9, and then mm -hmm. there's no reason to succeed by 2, so she's fine. She could also probably use Brute Force really well, because just her five with brute force, she's up to eight on a punch, and like, 
seems good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then we were also talking about toe to toe and like, well, that's that's like three damage right there and it costs zero. You know, two from the attack and one from um, you know, her ability. So that's a that's a, a spectral razor right there. And that doesn't even cost anything. Yeah. That's a, that's guard three. dog it's four. And it's guard four, dog for yeah. four? Yeah. It's a shame that guard dog isn't a, a survivor card. You know, it's entirely possible that the level that the level three version might end up being survivor. Never say never. Yeah. Because yeah. while you could use a Quinna, it's yeah, Quinna's just sort of sketchier than yeah. Guard Dog. You know what you're getting. A Quinna, not so much. But yeah, Guard Dog also a... like works when you're engaged with one baddie, which is like very common. Whereas a Quinna, you start needing to be engaged by multiple baddies, which is actually kind of hard to engineer. I gotta admit, like even in four player, like that's hard to engineer. You know, because now you're looking at engage actions and people being together and like, and then you also have to justify engage tricks rather than just melting everything. You know, you guys have been talking about like being swarmed with enemies, but Daniela is so good at dealing damage. I really feel like you're going to struggle to do that. Yeah, that's hard because like, it's one of those things where being swarmed by enemies only happens when things have gone wrong. And like, so you're going to expect a normal game that's not going to happen. So you have this ability that's going to kick in for a situation that's not going to happen normally. Yeah, it's kind of strange. Well, it's more like you're using the ability proactively a lot of the time. You know, we've been mentioning toe-to-toe a lot, right? Where it's like yeah. you're actively using toe-to-toe to kill something. You know, so it's like how often do you really have multiple enemies on the board aside in multiplayer? But even then, like, you, you deal so much damage. <laughs> Oh yeah, that you're that you're basically using that ability to help you melt the things faster, using it kind of like Agnes. Exactly. Where... Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, like, okay, kind of... I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna take an AOO from something. You know. Yeah. I can't provoke it, but I'll I'll take an AOO from something, I'll deal an extra damage, and then I'll basically act like a vicious blow. Yeah. Okay. And then, I, like a... I haven't even talked about combining it with vicious blow. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's right, because you can commit vicious blow to toe to toe. But yeah, we're, we're, we keep talking about guardian cards. <laughs> the amount of damage that she can dish out really—you always come back to the guardian cards. But it's as you build her, you've got to sort of switch mm-hmm. mindsets and say, okay, how does the survivor uh, card pool play into this? And I think with her, like I've I've been pretty hard on healing cards in in the edge of the earth. But I think with her, you need to be. You do need some healing or a lot more soak to be able to take those attacks, especially if you're going to use her ability to sort of take an attack and then counterattack. I was playing Hallowed Mirror in my deck, and it and it worked pretty well. Being able to play a Soothing Melody once or twice a game was usually enough to get me through. I didn't need much more than that. I think as the as you progress through scenarios, you'd probably want something like a, a precious memento or protective gear or something like that i know jp was playing um earthly serenity in her to to get a big mega heal oh um, okay with her with her high uh her high yeah. willpower you've got things like flesh ward i've never really been able to get flesh ward to work particularly well but that's certainly an option but I think you do need to sort of compensate for the extra damage that you're going to be taking. And especially the whore, it's not so much the damage. Eight, eight health is, is pretty beefy. 
Six sanity, though, is is where things can get a little bit dicey, especially if you're taking more damage and or more more horror from enemies, and then add that to whatever you're taking from the encounter deck. It hasn't killed me yet, but uh, it's gotten close a few times where it's been like, well, this test could potentially kill me if I I fail it, and fortunately, her four willpower has been enough to get me through, but. Yeah, I really like the idea of having five of pentacles and a Daniela deck. Oh, extra health, yeah. Extra health, extra sanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, yeah. This, I'm looking through the um, all the leveled survivor cards now, and there's some like interesting ideas that come into mind. Like I just realized uh, her ability you can you can combine it with close call to uh, evade to an shift. enemy, send it back to the encounter deck. <laughs> yeah, depending on the like, enemy, that would be that could be that's almost better than trying to chew through chew through its health exactly conglomeration comes to mind exactly yeah those very specific enemies that have like five or six health like Mm. there aren't very many of them but it's nice to have like a build like a a nice way to deal with them um like for soak i noticed you can take plucky the amazing plucky um even though she's not gonna get a lot of use out of the um the intellect boost of plucky she can take plucky and that's that's some sanity soak right there yeah and willpower boosting when you need it's true, it. and it's willpower boosting, which is like always good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I also kind of like the idea of stunning blow if you're willing to sacrifice some of those level zero slots. If you're playing uh-huh. like sledgehammer, you can sledgehammer and then play the stunning blow, like deal a oh. massive chunk of damage, evade the enemy so it doesn't attack right. you during enemy phase. So it's kind of like you get that fourth that fourth action worth of effort, even though you're you have to spend three actions on the sledgehammer. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or or you kill a a annoying enemy and then you you let something hit you in enemy phase and kill it with Danielle's ability like looking through the cards here i think there's like enough survivor cards like utility survivor cards that you can get a deck you can like finish up a deck i'm looking at things like a test of will one of those like kind of underrated but Daniela has four willpower she can play a test of will pretty well there was another one i was looking at that looked pretty good here that she can kind of push over the top. Um, flare, you know, to dig out an ally or to deal three damage um, when needed. Let's see, we were talking about burn after reading. And one of my favorite cards in the game, Alter Fate. You know, so we have a guardian-like character who can bust out an Alter Fate to deal with, um, like, hexes and things like that. So I think there's enough, like, leveled, low-XP survivor um, utility out there that if she has this, like, nice chassis of, like, level zero guardian to deal damage you know things like are what we we're discussing with um like evidence or scene of the crime or toe-to-toe guard dog those are all like level zero guardian stuff okay so she can get functional with that and then she can get into like a chainsaw some better soak and utility survivor events i think there's something there plus she can take track shoes so that makes her good on her own yeah i guess you you could play like track shoes and peter Peter helps you pass the track shoes, also gives you some extra soak, which is nice. I can see something like that working. And and Survivor does have, like, plenty of ways to incentivize you using your agility stat, so... Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I I like that idea where you, you know, you get get running from level zero, and then you can sort of use your upgrades to kind of combat whatever silly nonsense the encounter deck wants to spew at you. Because from the sounds of what we've been saying, what you guys were saying, that... A lot of the yeah, a lot of the concept comes online at level zero. Yeah, I guess you can use your survivor XP for things like nothing left to lose to draw cards and gain resources. You know, that things would, that are that's not, probably like... a really strong upgrade in her. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> you get down your big assets early, and then you have yeah. 
you know, you empty your hand and now all of a sudden you've gassed up for the rest of the scenario. I could see that being really good in yeah. her. Yeah, I think if I was looking at uh, upgrades in solo, like things like, was it uh, Plucky gives you uh, intellect boosts if necessary? There's Trial by Fire, stuff like that. Might even consider um, the upgrade for Look What I Found since the failure gets to three on that, and that gives her a little bit more flexibility. And I think it also gives you a pile of... Uh, of intellect skill icon uh, just the same number of intellect skill icons agility skill icon not so helpful but failing a skill test by three certainly helps and that does free up a if you were playing liquid i found for the two intellect skill icons at level zero that would free up a level zero slot that you could then mm -hmm. then use for something else so i think there are some really interesting upgrade paths in in survivor if you want to go a little bit more combat or if you're playing solo and you need some more investigate uh, you can go either way there. And then, of course, Survivor are the kings of Soak with, you know, the the tarot card pentacles. And then you've got the protective gear. You've got upgraded leather coats. You've got upgraded cherished keepsakes. You've got, you know, really uh, the world is uh, Daniela's oyster at that point. Mm -hmm. She can, as much Soak as she needs to take all those extra hits, you really have no... Uh, no excuse and there is there is some healing in there as well if that's uh if that's what you prefer daniela's signature card is mechanics wrench it's a two cost asset with uh, two two combat and one wild skill icon item tool and melee trait daniela's reyes deck only as a free triggered ability you can exhaust mechanics wrench choose an enemy at your location that enemy attacks you so she has a, a very easy way of having something attack her if necessary. And as an action, you can fight. Use this ability only against an enemy that has attacked you since the end of your last turn. You get plus two combat for this attack, and you deal plus one damage for this attack. And it takes up a hand slot. So uh, a very nice uh, weapon. Uh, during our review of the... Uh, of rule and banks back in the revised course set we were quite uh, we did like that the fact that he gets a gun uh, as his signature uh, weapon so if you want to go for say five uh, weapons in your deck you can include the mechanics wrench fills in that slot and then you can pick whatever else uh, suits your your fancy there's the sledgehammers enchanted blades etc 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 so it's not too hard to to flesh out uh, her weapons package having an ability to generate an attack against you is very handy especially since it's a free triggered ability so you're not wasting an action on that plus two combat and plus one damage is certainly above board for for most level zero weapons in the game hitting with a seven is, is pretty nice you just have to have been attacked and that includes during the enemy the last enemy phase so as long as something attacked you during the last enemy phase uh, Daniel is uh, swinging for this. Any thoughts on Mechanics Wrench? The one caveat I will say is that it doesn't have the weapon trait, so you can't use Prepared for the Worst or Enchant Weapon or anything like that. But, I mean, you have Tetsuo Mori, which is a great way to either dig it out of your deck or get it back from your discard pile. And Tetsuo is an interesting choice, I think, for Daniela. She can play a lot of items, so it uh -huh. also kind of... Maybe you think about geared up as well in a Daniela deck. Oh, a lot of chief guardian items. Uh, sorry, uh, survivor items. 
And the wrench yeah. is cheap too, right? The wrench only That's costs true. two. You use the wrench that costs one with geared up, and yeah, you're there might be something pretty there. much you're pretty much set right. at that point. Because um, what's it? Um, the teddy bear is zero. The leather coat is zero. Mechanic wrench is two. Okay, there might be something here. Yeah, cheap items, like really cheap items, and uh, geared up. Okay, yeah, you've got like uh, yeah. lucky rabbit's foot. I'm yeah. sure there's plenty of guardian items you could consider including as well. But mm -hmm. you know, like this is a really good signature card. It does exactly everything Daniela wants it to do. Yeah, it allows true. her to trigger her ability reliably and pretty much on demand whenever she mm -hmm. wants. And then just having a solid weapon that doesn't have any ammo is mm, that is really nice. Yeah, the fact that you're able to engineer the uh, conditions needed to get plus two to it hit to the to the um, combat test and plus one damage that is pretty nice. And it's got good icons if you have like your chainsaw out. Mm -hmm. Like if you have guard dog out. That first ability uh, yeah. essentially says exhausted deal it's, two damage. Yeah, it's kind of like a toe to toe. It's kind of like you're engineering like a toe to toe like situation there. Yeah, I think it makes a good fifth weapon. I wouldn't like want to build around it. I gotta admit, because you know when you mentioned it's not a weapon, I was thinking, oh, does she run crafty to like? And then I was like, nah, no. Well, <laughs> you could because crafty gives bonuses to items, right? Yeah. Oh, it's a it tools. That's a tool. It's a tool. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mechanics wrench is a tool, and crafty is boost tools. Yeah. And so you there be... like there might be enough survivor tool cards to consider doing yeah. something like that. Maybe I don't know. Maybe yeah. Case in point though, this is a really good card. Yeah, I admit. Um, I look at it and I I see like situations where you want where you like you're trying to get yourself attacked is like not ideal, but. I can like the fact that it, that you're able to engineer a situation where you can you're doing three damage in one action. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, at the cost of some health or sanity. Yeah, that that's pretty good. The yeah. survivor as as... tools include yeah. chainsaw, the fire extinguisher, grave digger, shovel, ice pick, lantern, and sledgehammer. Chainsaw, sledgehammer. Oh, we got a stew going, Nate. Crafty. <laughs> Old keyring. That's a tool. If flashlight is a tool, I think we'd have we have a stew going, because then the crafty you use to boost your flashlight tests, mm -hmm. and then you can discover clues. Yeah, there's Nate. definitely something there. That's pretty cool. We did it, Nate. <laughs> crafty Daniela, you saw it here first, folks. Flashlight <laughs> is a tool, so. Boom! There you go. Four clue discovery tools right there for your crafty. And then you have, um, I'm assuming those are all items too, right? So then you have Tetsuo to dig them out of your deck. And you're cool. geared up to drop them into play. Okay, yep, we've done it. Tool for investigating and a tool for killing with yeah. sledgehammer and, and chainsaw. chainsaw. I have it, to I have to admit that Mechanics Wrench is not a card I have played that often. I because it is a singleton, I never seem to draw it. And by the time I've got another weapon in play, as uh, we talked about in my playstyle video, playing an extra weapon just because is not something I would tend to do. So if I've got a weapon, whatever the first weapon I get is the one I play. And so Mechanics Wrench, if I draw it, it's just like, well, probably yeah. not going to play it. Like, yeah. say but I get my Enchanted Blade first. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's redundancy. That ability to engineer an attack against you can can come in handy, but... Yeah, it's it's not a card that I've had much opportunity to play, and and I haven't really missed it 
either. You know, mm-hmm. it's not something like I was just like, oh man, I would win this game if I had mechanics wrench on the table. It's yeah, not really. Maybe uh, in a in a scenario where there were like a lot of big baddies and you were using Danielle's evade ability, you could be like, all right, Harbinger, you've hit me, or a massive enemy. You go like, okay, you've hit me, you're evaded. Now we can all do our thing. Daniela's signature weakness is mob goons. It uh, is an enemy. Three fight, three health, and three evade. Humanoid and criminal. They are a hunter. Prey, Daniela Reyes only. This enemy's attacks cannot be canceled. Damage slash horror dealt by this enemy's attacks is treated as direct. Haven't had a lot of experience with the mob goons. Uh, They did appear in one game I was playing, and uh, they were dealt with pretty easily they do counter sort of run counter to daniela's play play style you do not want to be attacked by these guys Uh, i should mention they deal one damage and one horror which is pretty typical for for uh, enemy weaknesses so if daniela is attacked by these guys she's taking direct damage which is obviously if you've got six sanity you don't want to be taking a lot of attacks but i didn't find these guys too difficult to deal with I think the biggest issue is that uh, with the enemy weaknesses, and this this goes for pretty much every enemy weakness, is that it's just another enemy that you have to deal with. And so uh, while you can account for enemies from the encounter deck, occasionally you'll draw an enemy from your draw deck, and suddenly you thought you had one, now you've got two, and you might be in a little bit more trouble. Three fight, three health, three evade is like kind of beefy for a... Uh... A weakness enemy. The fact that Daniela has like a built-in way to deal a damage right back to it, it's kind of not a big deal, I, I'd say. Because like you got if you have the mechanics rent out, boom, it's dead. Like yeah. you spend one action, you know, you have an attack you once to get a damage back and then you just kill it. So it's not a it's not that big a deal. It's not like um like compare this to like the like oh what's it, the uh the cultist from Innsmouth Conspiracy that adds a curse every turn. You know, something compared to something like that, it's like this is just kind of easy to deal with just by being Daniela. This weakness is sort of odd to me because a lot of weaknesses are designed to prey on a investigator's weaknesses, yeah, but Mob Goons doesn't. is doesn't because Daniela is good at fighting, and how often you're gonna be canceling an attack is limited to begin with. Yeah. So that we've already ability... discussed that you don't need to. You know, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's interesting. Like those other two effects that it has are pretty minor. Yeah. Like they they don't really make the card more threatening. Like you were saying, like I just take a damage and a horror, and then I beat it over the head with a wrench, and then I'm good. Yeah, in one action too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Whereas yeah. whereas a lot of weaknesses usually will take you two actions uh-huh. to get rid of. This is like an action and a and a, a damage and a horror as long as you've got yeah, like, the wrench out if you don't have the wrench compare, out well then you get a little yeah. bit extra work to do or but. just like any weapon compare this to cover-up mm-hmm. <laughs> well, actually... compare this to something like pony's quarry right where at least that lawns oh, yeah. all the way across the map and you have you to go, go get it you gotta go get yeah. it right whereas this spawns on top of you they say give me your money and then you say no <laughs> Yeah. And then you move on about your life. Yeah, it's like if you... It's like Gabob Goods kind of tells you, like, 
it's just it's just one of those things where it like informs your deck building. It's like, okay, I need to save. I need to make sure I don't go down to one san one sanity, and I need to make sure I don't go down to one health, and I got to make sure I play a weapon, and then there and you then go. I'm deal with probably also not playing dodge for the most part. Oh yeah, and yeah, and you're like not playing dodge. If you play a weapon, then you just you've dealt with the mod goons. Yeah, I, I do also kind of like the idea of Daniela taking handcuffs. And then just strapping a pair of handcuffs on these things, and then they're just useless. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, handcuffs oh. is a very underrated card. I like it. I could see that being really good in certain campaigns. Innsmouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because all the uh, deep ones are humanoid enemies, that's right. Yep. There's also a decent amount of humanoids in the Forgotten Age, too, surprisingly enough. Oh, yeah, all those Brotherhood cultists. Yeah. Well, there's the Brotherhood cultists, and then there's also a couple of the serpent people that are humanoids as well. Oh, that's right. The broods, is the it? The broods and the uh, one that has a victory point on it. Oh, that guy's humanoid. Oh, that guy's hard to deal with if you're not if you're not set up. Okay, there you go. Handcuffs and Danielle's got five um, combat, so she's a good user of handcuffs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or you could use interrogate or things like that as well. You know, if you really wanted to like manipulate the fact that you have a humanoid enemy in your deck. So, I mean, I have always <laughs> liked weaknesses that it can turn into a strength, and this is definitely exactly. One of them. So, just, Bob Goons, not not the worst signature weakness mm -hmm. by any stretch. Mm -hmm. Should be pretty no. easy to deal with. Assuming that you draw it during, say, upkeep, when you're probably going to yeah. draw most of your weaknesses, draw this during upkeep. If you don't have another enemy facing you the next turn, as long as you've got a weapon, Daniela will kill this in one or two hits. Depending, if you do draw it during your turn, as long as you've got an action and your mechanics wrench out, you can engineer an attack and kill it long before it becomes an issue. So... More of just an annoying, and albeit a minor annoying, speed bump. Mm -hmm. I could see it being potentially problematic if you were in that situation where you were swarmed, but like we've said, that situation doesn't really exist in this game mm -hmm. all that often, so the, the, the chance that Daniela has this and a bunch of other enemies on her where she can't cancel attacks is probably not going to happen I guess if it made every attack deal direct damage, now that would be serious. Ooh, that, that would be serious. That would Ooh. add some bite for sure. If 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 it wasn't like damage and horde dealt by all enemy attacks is treated as direct, that would be something. But Ooh, as gosh. it is, that is it's just the mock goons. So plus they have three health, you can always dynamite blast them. You could chuck a pair of handcuffs on them, walk away, kaboom. For the for funsies. You just Cool <laughs> girl walks away from explosion. <laughs> they never printed a sunglasses card, have they? We need to No. Yeah. Maxine, can you give us some sunglasses? <laughs> I can throw a dynamite blast and put my sunglasses on. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect line of play. <laughs> sunglasses you play them as a reaction to dynamite blasting <laughs> so that's going to do it for our look at uh, the guardian investigator in the edge of the earth investigator expansion daniela reyes uh, let us know in the comments down below have you uh, had a chance to play daniela what's your experience uh, been like we'd love to hear from you 
I've got to say that uh, I had predicted that Daniela was going to be released back in the Circle Undone, largely because her backstory involves uh, relatives who play around with tarot cards. So I was kind of expecting her to appear in that uh, back in that expansion, but we do get her in Edge of the Earth, and uh, I have had quite a bit of fun playing Daniela, even in solo. Her ability is uh, interesting and. Uh, unique in this game in that uh, you do want to be attacked and uh, I think she has uh, certainly has the tools to counter attack uh, with that uh, with that five uh, five combat and uh, that extra damage she gets she's quite capable of uh, defending herself and uh, she is uh, also a unique guardian in that uh, all the Guardian upgrades are locked out for her, so she's got to find tools elsewhere. But uh, survivors have uh, have plenty of soak, so uh, if you need extra health and sanity, and uh, it does have some decent weapons as well, so you're, I think she's pretty, uh, pretty good. Yeah, I will say that if you like Daniela and you're a newer player, I would recommend you buy the Stella Cluck starter deck so that oh yeah that's chainsaw. true yeah you get things like chainsaw yeah one thing i'm I'm noticing about daniela first of all like she like you know her stat line is not my play style as i've mentioned but it is kind of nice to have a guardian like character where you don't feel locked in to a stick to the plan loadout that can happen with a lot of guardians you know where you're looking you've already you've already planned out before you've even played your first game you've already planned out like 30 XP of upgrades because you need your weapon and you need your stick to the plan and you need your your upgrades to your, you know to your weapon and you need your ways to get your weapon and yeah Daniel doesn't get any of that instead she can take like utility survivor cards so I think that is kind of interesting but yet she still has five combat yeah and she's different from Tommy in that Tommy only gets survivor one to two and she can right she can go all the way all the way up so. Yeah. Some interesting uh, design space there. That's going to do it for this episode. If you enjoyed what you hear, remember to like, comment, and subscribe. If you need to contact me, I can be reached at manfromlang at gmail.com. I'm also on Twitter at manfromlang. Until the stars are right, keep your shotgun close and your other sign closer. Take care out there, and happy investigating.